Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers who deposit $5 or more can get no sweat bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SHANNON. New customers can get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SHANNON. The crowd is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, one no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash promos for deposit wagering and eligibility restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Caitlin Clark passes Pistol Pete Maravich for D1 scoring men or women. On Sunday, in her last regular season home game, she passed the LSU and NBA legend for the most points scored by a Division I basketball player, men or woman. She beat Ohio State. She scored 35 points, nine assists, had six rebounds for the number six Iowa Hawkeyes as they won 93-83 over the number two Buckeyes. It put Clark at six, 3,685 career points. I think they're the AIAW someone that has like 200 points. There's an outside chance she could get that, Gil, if she like the tournament, Big Ten tournament, and they go far because she's averaging 30. So there's a good chance that she could play 10 games and she's 200 points or less. Uh, There's an outside chance she can 
could you possibly get? I don't think you can get three. Can you can you get 315 to make it an even four? Which I don't think anybody's gonna I don't I don't think any woman or man will 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 break that record if she gets to four thousand points. Hell, this is gonna be hard. I mean, whatever she in with is gonna be extremely, extremely hard. Hey, I'm not even gonna lie to you, huh? <laughs> So soon, soon as you said uh, women's basketball, I, I I went to sleep a little bit, just like the rest of the chat. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we went to sleep on this. Huh? I'm sorry, huh? Okay, man. Kayla Clark let that thing go. She I she averaged 33 kills. I know, huh? But God dang, huh? Like we can't re- we can't relate, right? I know she beat she beat Pistol Pete, but Pistol Pete only played three years, huh? So yeah. you know, uh, and they didn't have the three point shot with him because he was cooking. Like, look, we're not gonna take anything from her. What she's doing, she's changed women's basketball. She's brought some hype into this sport, right? Yes. Um, ticket sales went up, popularity went up for the last. Man, she got Travis Scott at the game. For the- look at the guys she got coming to. Look at the I people know. she has coming to. Uh, go in the hour. Hmm? No, no, no. You're, you're, hey, listen, listen. To be a a. a College basketball fan this year, last year, has been amazing. Um, I personally don't like the WNBA having Indiana as the number two or as the number one pick. No one pick. Oh, you want on a big market. I, I, need the best, I need the best player in the country, the most popular player in the country, Right, the most recognizable play face in the country right now. I need her in a big market. I need her in Los Angeles. Los Angeles got three picks, right? In the, the, the well, first seven, trade them, trade them all, trade them all for Caitlin Clark. Yeah, why not? If I'm, if if I'm, if I'm gonna do it, they have to. You, they have to ticket sales, jersey sales. Right, marketing deals, lip gloss lines, whatever. It's here. Think about, I think about that. Think about the uh, Sparks games. You're gonna have the Jenners there. You're gonna have all those celebrities coming to watch that woman play. Yeah, I'm gonna go see him play. FIBA game. <laughs> hey, but here's the thing, though. Say what you want about the game. She's more popular than any man playing college basketball right now. Oh no, that's facts. <laughs> I can't tell you. The only and the only reason I know this guy is because he tripped the guy they tripped the, uh, the guy from Duke, Filipowski. They call him a uh, uh, flip. Yeah. Other than that, I could I yeah, I can't tell I couldn't tell you anybody playing. And <laughs> I know UConn and Kentucky is, is Kentucky and North Carolina. Baycott is still there, but he's been there see, like for like 15 years. But for the most part, she's more popular, 3X, than any men's college basketball player. Yeah, when it comes to the popularity and the game. The popularity matches the game. She's by far ahead of everyone. Yeah. Next, next up is what Bronny James and Kyle yeah, Pro- yeah, right, yeah. That because oh. if you take her and Juju, uh, Juju Watkins, you the, yep. the young lady at, at USC, those two got more popularity. And, Angel Reese, and you know what's so funny? If Caitlin Clark wasn't, the, if, if Caitlin Clark wasn't doing what she was doing this last year. Yeah. It would be the biggest thing in women's basketball right now. Yeah. Because she's only a freshman, they're like, we're going to give her her love, but we're not going to give her the keys right now. We'll give it right. to her next year. Right now, we're just yeah. going to let Caitlin finish her career off being who she is. And, yeah. you know, just from a marketing side, her, Angel Reese, 
we have to be in big markets. This is yeah. this is not about the game. WNBA, this is not about the game. This is about entertainment in the business. You're trying to grow your game. Having the most popular players sitting in feet Indiana. in Indiana, that's not a good look for the, 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 the development of the, the game. You want you want the the Jenners coming to the game. Right. You want other NBA players coming to the game. You want Mayweather driving to the game because she done yeah. popped off 50, hit a quarter. That's what you want. You want right. those headlines in sports. And you're never going to get that in Indiana. Right. I mean, you I know, you it. might have Bird. You, you might have, you know, Larry Legend, old ass, come out there and, you know, pop pop his head through the window or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ain't going to get no sports center stuff, man. But if you look at the three most popular players in the women game, you look at Caitlin Clark, uh, uh, Juju Watkins, and Angel Reese. You tell me the you tell me the men that's on that's playing college basketball that's on their level. Oh no, no as no. far as popularity, as far as notoriety, nil, whatever the case may be. No, when, when the, the, the women the women college uh, the women college sport right now is is overtaking college hoop. They are dominating because they are playing excellent basketball right now. Right. Yeah, take nothing. You got these ladies. The uh, the young lady at uh, Stanford, Cameron Brink. Mm -hmm. uh, you got Cardo uh, the uh, the uh, the one at uh, USC with Don Staley, Don Staley, and uh, uh, so, so uh, uh, Paige Becker. Yeah, Paige Becker. So I mean, the women the women game might be even more popular because they talk about it. I mean, because of those because it like and it's not so much like the the like you know we know the programs we know the the Dukes and the Carolinas, the Kentucky, the Kansas, but they're not what they're not as like. The Kansas, well, Kansas lost three or four, mm -hmm. and Kentucky has lost probably like six or seven games. Yep. But when you look at the women, and it's, it's like the individuals. Now, UConn isn't what they UConn. I remember UConn won 111 games straight. Yeah. And they normally win every year. They're not that. Yeah, yeah. But the women, those five Buckers and Brink and and Juju and Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese and and and, and Cardosa. I, I, you know, to be honest, man, I, I think I look from like the marketing side of the game and right now, this is the hottest time for women's basketball. If I'm, if I'm the dub, I will make an exception right now and say, all right, enter. We're taking off the age limit and the great image. Which means Juju will jump into the draft. Juju, hell nah. If I'm Juju, I ain't jumping nowhere. Yeah, she, I ain't giving them my nil money for no seventy six thousand. You out your damn mind, Gil? But, but, but that, 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 and listen, nil deal. That the nil deal, it can travel with you to the pros too. But mm -hmm. no, I'm gonna stay right there. But the, but the thing about the thing about the nil deal is, if she if she jumps from USC and then the, with the number two pick, she's with the Sparks. What you think about that marketing bag now? Because she's going okay. she's going to only be 18 years old. Now that means she still has all the youth to her disposal with selling jerseys, with you know, uh shoes. If you know Nike gives her a shoe or Jordan Brand gives her a shoe, whatever she wants to sell, her age is the demanding of that product. Right. Right? You know, Caitlin, she's 22. Juju's 18. Right. Right. So when Juju comes, that means sophomores and Freshmen in high school, sophomores, juniors, seniors will buy her product. Freshman class of college, sophomore, junior, they're going to buy her product. So she so, has an eight-year gap of product being sold. 
so you want them to be because can 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 women young ladies can they go into the draft like a like like the guys can? Nope. How yeah. long they got to be in college? Uh, four years or by the age of twenty two. Man. So they lose, they lose, they lose their, they lose the youth. They come out as women, right? So the people that that looked up to them, they became the ops anyway. So like my daughter, right? That's her teammate. They gonna be, um, they gonna be going against each other. Um, my middle. So Juju can't, so Juju can't come out of even if she wanted to. No, she has to wait till she's a senior. The on, the only girls that are allowed to come, the only women are. At this point, it would be considered girls still. The only girls that are allowed to come into the NBA is overseas. Euro, Euro. Euro yeah. As well, it's not a, not technically Euro. As long as you're born, born, foreign born. So all Americans go over there, have your child, then come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Juju, stack your paper with this NIL. Uh, so that way, when you come out and you get eighty five thousand, you like, man, I done made me ten. I done made me 10 M's in, uh, uh, in college, so I'm straight. That's, uh, that, that's the, if, if, if that's the case, like, if that's the case, then WNBA is going to be ruined because that means you're going off of the, you're going off of the notion of, well, they can't stay in college, it ain't all, you know, forever. If that's mm-hmm. your, going to be your, your play that they got to come here at some point, then you're losing. They do. They're losing. And uh, unfortunately, that's that's it. James Harden, only if he would shave his beard to win a championship, that is gone. Harden is prepared to let go of his signature facial hair if that's what it takes to win a title. Gil, what would you give up? Okay, Gil, I tell you what, you got a little goatee. Nah, I know you get it up. Would you give up sex for a year to win an NBA title? Hell yeah. <laughs> a year? A year? Well, I got, I got it. I, I have a hand. Huh? <laughs> I have a hand. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I got a hand. My, my hand's in my pocket. Oh, no. You got your back. Yo, no. Hey, listen. I've had an argument with men, but never, I had an argument with women. Never had one with my hand, huh? Never. <laughs> That's all right. Never. That, 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 boy, ain't no sex like that argument sexy to make up. Man, that's the bad kind. Man, I, I start an argument on purpose. Hey, you make me sick. What? Yeah, come yeah. home late. I come home late. I be in the park. Where you been? I'm sitting. I'm sitting out in the driveway because I'm just gonna start an argument. Yeah, I suppose that'll be home 15 minutes ago. I'm just sitting in the driveway. Yeah, yeah that that that's that's cute. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nothing like that. <laughs> ain't nothing like that makeup on uh, uh, Gil. Ain't nothing like makeup. Yeah, oh, in your twenties, huh? That's fun and dandy, huh? Until you start windows start getting busted. Uh huh. The, the car- oh, that that's even better. That's even better. Up. Hey, I'm looking. I'm looking at the car. I'm looking at the car while she doing it too. Yeah, I God, hey, she doing a number on that car. Come on up here, because I know it. Twenty minutes later, it's gonna be on the crack it. Nah. Yeah, I, I give up. Hey, I give up sex for a year for a championship ring, but I won't. I don't know. I don't know about that deal. I won't give up no money. You on your own on that deal. You on your own. Listen, I'll give up sex before I give up a billion dollars. If they say give, no, they no you got a, a hundred million, take off one million for a ring. Depending on where I am in my career, I'm like, well, I don't know about all that, man. Oh, I give up a million dollars before I give up sex. You out your damn mind? Crazy as hell, huh? <laughs> You crazy. Hold on. How much are you say I got? Huh? How much you say I got? 100 million? 99. I got 90. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you out yeah. your damn bag. Yeah, yeah. What can I do with ninety? What can I do with ninety that I can do with a hundred? I don't know what you, you can do. Hey, there's some things you can do with 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 a uh, hundred that you can't do with ninety nine. Because once you stop at ninety, uh, there's ten more extra you would have had to buy something, and you just spent it on women. I'm good. Nah, you're not finna. You're not finna have my scrotum singing, uh, 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 sagging like syrup bottles. Oh no! Uh, uh, I got the free willy. Free willy. You got willy jumped out that water. <laughs> I say, hey, I say, hey, you must say, hey, listen. When you have a baby mama like me, trust me, sex is the last thing you want to think about. <laughs> I, I, Gil, I haven't let you convince me about that one, Gil. Trust me, I'd rather win a championship. <laughs> Ooh, hey, listen, I was in child support court five times. Huh? 55. I mean, I'm 50. I'm, I'm the Mayweather. I'm 55 and old. But the fact <laughs> that I'm times, uh, I'm good. Hey, I commend, I commend guys that's never had to go through that. I think, I think you know, early on we went through it because we were young, mm-hmm. you know, and and I, rem- I remember, like, when I was going through therapy uh, uh, and, you know, we going back and forth. And I remember the lady told me, she, say, she said, uh, Mr. Sharp, are you arguing to see who's right or are you arguing for what's right? She said, because there are two different things now. Yeah, you know, I sat back. I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> I'm saying to myself, I be wanting to be right. Damn, what's right? I want to be right. <laughs> and so she said, and she ain't here. She said, well, Mr. Sharp, now, if you're arguing for right, okay, you have valid points. But if you're arguing just to be right, you're not going to get anywhere. Mm. And you're going to find yourself in these situations again. And so, you know what? Sometimes I found out, Gail, it's better, it's better to keep the peace than to be right. And so once I started looking at it through that prism, because, you know, hey, and then I was like, okay, kids going to be, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, here I am, you know, kids 13, 14, 15, and they see their mom and dad going back and forth over some petty bull jive. It ain't even worth it. I give up. Yeah, not me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, me, y'all. Uh, I listen. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of those. Uh, it's just something about winning. Um, uh, just, just it just makes it just it just it just gets me horny at night. Uh, that's the just what I want to be right. Uh, yeah, so nah, I, right. I listen. If you say <laughs> what color is the sky, uh, I'm gonna look out there first, then come up there, place the bet. And if I what you see, I'm gonna <laughs> wait until like I'm like yeah, it's black out there. It could be daytime. <laughs> I guarantee you, I won't go out there until it goes nighttime. And see, I told you so. Nah, nah. I, I'm just you know what I think the thing is, Gil. Like when you win, and I'm glad because you know people, uh, you know, a lot of times they're like, "Well, Shannon, which would you rather have, a Super Bowl ring or a Hall of Fame ring?" Mm. I said, "Well, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision because I can have them both," but. For me, do you know how many men have won Super Bowl? There's 53. There's like 80 guys per team getting the Super Bowl. So if you go back, they're like 25,000 men that got Super Bowl rings. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're less than 500 men that's in the Hall of Fame. So you put a, you know, you forced me to say it. I'm going to take the Hall of Fame. Of course. Listen, that's a different jacket, huh? (laughs) Yeah. 
that's a different jacket, right? You know, that's a, you know, when 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 people talk about gangs, that's the type of gang you want to be in. Yeah, yeah, you want to be that's all the fame game. Yeah, that's the that's that's your sports heaven. Yeah, that's where all the great players go. Yep, to pass away. Yep. So for me, yeah, it's it's a no brainer. The Knicks All Star Jalen Brunson suffered a bruised knee versus the Cavs. Brunson was helped to the helped off the floor because of a left knee injury in the first minute of a 107-98 win over the Cavaliers. Give them credit. They played extremely well. Dante DiVincenzo was outstanding. Even Josh Hart had a triple-double, had 19 rebounds. Thibodeau told reporters after the game, Brunson had a knee contusion and X-rays were, X-rays were negative. The coach said he had no timeline for Brunson's return. Yeah, when, I, you when I seen that, I was trying to figure out if he bumped knees. I was looking at the same thing. Yeah, I didn't see it. It looked like it could have been an ACL tear. It looked like it because it was on a plant. So right. he probably just knee buckled, probably, you know, just I hope one of those freak, one of those freak little things that just uh caused some bruising in there. Um he is the heart and soul of that team, right? Yes. No matter how much we say he ain't the guy. He proves oh, he, he is the guy. He they guy. Right, he is. He is the guy for that team. And, you know, he's one of those guys that, just like a Jokic, you can't see their talent through your scouting. They got to play. You know, no matter what, you know, drills you put them in, they are just basketball players. And, you know, hopefully he can, you know, get back in time where they don't lose, you know, much mo- momentum. You know, um, because he is the heart, he's the finisher, he's the guy who keeps that thing going. And now that that now the ball gotta go back to Randall's hand and we we don't know what's about to happen. I don't know. Is he gonna be come back? You think he'll be able to come back with that shoulder? Who, Randall? Do Randall, yeah. We don't know. We don't know. But I know I hey, 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 hey. I I know one thing. <laughs> The team is back his if you come back soon. (laughs) (laughs) If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gil, it's time for our last segment of the night, and it's called Q and A. Let's take a listen to what we have. Angelita Marie, Shannon, you rock. Thank you for sharing your stories, your sibling love, and business wisdom. I'm about to enter the work, enter the workforce, workforce again, and you are my professional black role model. Angelita, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Um, my family is, is everything to me because at the end of the day, this is why I do what I do because of them. Um, and I told my grandmother on her deathbed that I had it. And I got to hold it down. And so nothing's going to get me off this perch. Um, but God is, first of all, God has already placed me up here. Mm-hmm. So they can't knock me off even if they tried. So whatever God has put before me, all that other stuff that's going on is not going to impact me. So I really appreciate that. I try to be as positive as I possibly can. And Gil, this this week, uh, this weekend, Friday and Saturday, I had a couple of signings. Man, the love, you don't realize the impact that you have on people until you come in contact with them personally. Yeah, yeah. And to hear people like, man, um, we hey, we we loved you at the old show. We love your own first take, but hey, Club Shay Shay and Nightcap, bro, you do it. And the guy told me he 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 uh he came up, he got a bottle, and he said, Man, look here, you can't go nowhere. Cause you speak for us. You speak for a lot of us. He said, Man, hey. All that other stuff that they be saying, he said, don't worry about it. You know what you are. And people love you and they respect you. Now, you always going to have some. Not- and I'm like, and I'm looking at him. He said, man, I'm telling you, bro. He said, it means a lot to have somebody like you that speak for a lot of us because we don't have that platform. And we don't have that voice. So, you, hey, you stay on your grind. Don't you let nobody, hey, don't you let nobody interfere with what you got going on. I said, my man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And to see all, I mean. Black, white, eight, I mean, so women, I mean, it's just like, it was just unbelievable. The outpouring of love and respect that I've received when I do these signings in different places, be it Vegas, be it Atlanta, be it uh, uh, Jersey, near the Philly border, um, going to Denver. I'm going to a lot of different places. Uh, oh, yeah. Got people driving two plus hours because they can't get it in their state. They're driving across state lines. One guy, you know, bought 
brought two, three cases. Women like, I'm buying this for my son, my two sons, my husband, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my brother. I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. And I'm like, man, you don't know who's listening, who's watching, but you are impacting. And so try to make sure, I just always try to make sure I'm doing, I'm impacting people in a positive way. You know, I I think because we are doing our, our content from behind closed doors, right? This is not like we're on the field and we can feel the love in real time, right? So when we're doing our, our thing, just like we're doing here, yeah, we have the chat. We can see the chat, but yeah. we don't really know the impact that we're 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 doing. Be correct. Everything is in confinement. You know, same thing. Right. I go to my son's game, my daughter game, and all the kids come up to me, like you know, they're like, "Can I take a picture?" And I'd be forgetting. They're like, oh, "I seen you. I seen you on Shannon Sharp, man. I seen you. <laughs> okay, your shirt on." Like it, it just, it, it just. It makes you want to do right and want. It makes you. It does. Keep going, it really does. Right. It makes you want to keep going, and you know, like e- even even when you you started right, and as a content creator, you know, someone who's in the TV realm too, you know, I'm watching, trying to figure out my lane, and when you pulled out the the Hennessy and the Black and Mild, I was like, he's pushing the limits, mm-hmm. right? You need a you need someone to test the limits because. Charles Barkley, you, y'all are, you're, you're, you're giving everyone else a little bit more wiggle room than they had before. Right. right. Um, and, you know, us, us 35 to 40 rows that's getting into the podcast game is because of, it's because of what you did on first tape. Yeah. But I and, and that's the thing. With, with us. Undisputed. Undisputed. Skip. You, you, yeah. you. You broke down so many barriers that gave, like it was strict. Like when we when we came behind the camera, we was you know good old boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, did Unc say that? Oh, oh it, it, and it gave a little bit more relief. Like oh, I can do that too. And then now you know me, you know uh, getting to talk with you, you know every week, it just opens me up a little bit more on how much effort. Greatness puts into it. Oh, for sure. You know, so when I'm sitting at home, I'm like, Shannon just said he got to fly here, fly here, right? Let me go online and see what's hot, what's content. Let me do some research. So I'll be sitting here three, four hours just looking at stuff, tapes, looking at interviews, watching. I seen a Terry Crews. He threw some gems, you know what I mean? And, you know, something he said that just, it just stuck with me, like, and he said, you know, when I first started, when I got paid zero dollars, mm-hmm. five thousand, then boom, 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 and I and, and I was grateful for every single one of them. I didn't look back and say, man, they should have paid me more. Right. I, was, was, yeah, oh, he, I, I remember that, Jim. He said, "You can't nod yes and mean no." And and he I, says because I saw the terms of the contract, yep. I was going to get four thousand dollars. For two days. Mm-hmm. I can't then in turn agree to the contract and then go back the movie because, man, I only got $4,000. That's what you agreed to. Mm-hmm. You agreed to. They gave you what the contract stipulated. Mm-hmm. So he said, you can't nod yes and mean no. And, I, and he's absolutely right. And uh, that was powerful. Uh, K, uh, what is that? KGMA 89? Gil. 
We need you to share two broke stories on Nightcap. Broke. I guess I guess he means people going broke. Shit, that's, they just name anybody who's retired. I just played. <laughs> oh, oh, they say you was talking about being broke earlier. Oh yeah, no, Gil ain't okay, broke. So look, this is how the NBA is, right? When you when you okay, so we got March Madness coming up, right? Right. So championship ends around March. What's it? April, the beginning of the first weekend in April. April, April the, uh, the first Monday, yeah. All right, so I, I go to the championship. We lost. A week, two weeks later, we're entering the draft. Now, think about what I'm saying. We enter the draft, that means we got to get an agent. Right. Since we're not in school and we have an agent, you know, that agent's going to tell us, you know, where he thinks we're going to be, right? Projections. Oh, are you going to be in the first round? Of anywhere? So from there, you got to open up bank accounts if you don't have any, right? You got to take out loans, right, on your projection because you don't have no money. But your parents think you got money, so they're going to want some, some new things. So for the most part, if you're a first-round pick, you're going to get about that summer about three, 400000 If you're somebody like Wimby, you have no limit to your agent. He's the yeah. number one pick. He has he has the black card for his age. Yeah, he probably got a t- he probably got at least a ten million dollar limit. Ten, ten million dollar limit as a rookie, or no, not as a rookie, just that summer. Yeah. Now, now imagine, think about that. I'm I'm taking out a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand just to survive that summer, right? Eat, okay. new car, get a rental place because you're paying for the rental, not your agent. It's just his money. You got to repay him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just fronting it, right? So this is. April, May, June, right? You now the, the draft came at the end of June. Now you yeah. who you really are, right? Now I already spent two hundred some thousand, and I Damn. spent thirty one. That's three hundred some thousand. Now I still got July, August, September, October. I don't get my first piece of money to November fourteenth. So six and a half months before I left school of money I've been spending that I haven't even got a check for. And you've been spending because you ain't never had money like that before. So you spend it. Yeah, you, you, you're spending. But I, I miscalculated because, you know, I thought I was going to be a top 18 pick when I end up being a second round pick. So I spent my money. So I'm begging for a two year deal and I'm on a budget. So I'm on. They had to budget me for two years. And that budget was after my bills, which was a car. Um, car in my uh, house, right? I had $500 that I can spend per month. Well, you ain't getting no hoo-ha. You couldn't take nobody out? That way, see, that way, hey, that way you always talk about the hair because you ain't had no money. Uh, uh, I had a girlfriend, huh? I, oh, okay. Well, you I, straight. You no, straight. Uh, it wasn't mine. It was ours. Right, it was. Oh Lord, it was ours. When you making five hundred dollars a week, it's ours, right? So whoever yeah. felt like she needed to be with at that time, I just had to shut up, and that's what I did, huh? And I you had to take it. You had to take it. I just had to use that anger and that and that 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 pain to work on my game. But there was some times where at the end, towards the end of the month, I didn't have enough money to drive back and forth from the practice facility back to uh. Uh, my place, so I'll stay in uh, the gym. I'll stay in the movie theater room. Shit, we had the food, we had the Gatorades, the waters, the showers, steam room. I had, shit, this is home. 
So you pulled the Ocho before Ocho pulled the Ocho. Oh, yeah. Man. What year you came out? What year you came out, Gil? The one. So I think that's the same year Ocho came out. Uh-uh. Listen, I was having, listen, I had girls pull up. <laughs> when you ain't that. Hold on, you bring girls to the facility? Nice. They're like, oh, my. Movie theater, mom, movie theater. <laughs> Come to my I mean, place. And they probably know no better. It's like, oh my God, Gil, I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> hey, yes, you know. Like, hey, listen, y'all never been here. It is Antoine Jameson right here. You know Antoine, right? Is it? Yeah. Man, I'm over here. Listen, and that's that was that was that thing. So for two years, I was really sacrificing. But to be honest, man, I'm glad that happened to me. Yeah. Now, well, I didn't spend no money. I just didn't have no money to spend, Gil. My rookie contract was $63,000, $63,500. And they gave me $22,500 as a signing bonus. So I made about $85,000. I sent my signing bonus, I sent my signing bonus to my brother because I didn't have no bank account. Mm-hmm. So he, he did everything. He had to sign, he had to sign to get my apartment. I couldn't get an apartment. My credit was, man, they needed a crane to pull my credit up. <laughs> That's how low it was. <laughs> Hey, so everything I, he had to co-sign to get my car. He had to co-sign to get my apartment. That's like I'm in the NFL and I got a co-sign. Yeah, but it is what it is. It's what it is. But hey, and they just like hey, and I remember he like. Then my third year, like <laughs> my my wow. my third year, he gave me his SL. He got an SL. He said, "I'm gonna get a." Say, bro, you've been doing good. He said, "I love what you're doing." He gave me a 300 SL. Man, Gil, you couldn't hit me in the ass with a red apple. <laughs> you know your boy was doing it. I popped that top, I pulled right up to the club and let that top come down. <laughs> it's your boy. You know what I'm saying, Gil? I step up on that thing, you know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, wait, hold on. Oh, uh, you said six to five. <laughs> I mean six to three five. Hey, you couldn't even afford today's woman. Cause they want six to no, no, no. no, 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 right no, now, no, no. six to five. No. They would have looked at you. Yeah. Hey, no, nah, hell, no, nah, I, oh, no, 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 I ain't. But see, back then, but see, here's the thing, though, Gil. I, even though they didn't know how, see, the salaries wasn't posted mm-hmm. like they are now. Okay. So I'm in the NFL. Yeah. That's all they know. I'm in the NFL. So he got to be making some money. Oh, you're right. Baby, I ain't. You're right. I ain't. You, you come out better dealing with a banker than dealing with your boy. The only <laughs> thing I do, I play on Sunday. He work five days a week, but so do I. I get Tuesdays off. <laughs> Other than that, hey, he might got me. He might got me now. So if 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 I was you, I wouldn't fool with me because I ain't got it like that. Because I, I gotta see, I gotta send a third of my money back to Glenville. But I got a grand, I got a grandest sister. So baby, I ain't I ain't got much. No, I ain't got much. Cause that's what I told him on the first date. When you came out there talking about you go what what go with lobster? Condoms. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have to set it off up in here if you get that. I ain't got no money like that. So I get it, Gil. I hey, money be tight. Hey, like I said, I ain't no first. You weren't the first round. I wasn't the first rounder. I ain't have bread like that. It is what it is. Hey, I I don't know if I could have made it, Gil. If I didn't have, because I don't know who I could have got this. Uh, I'd have had to probably get a teammate to sign for me. I probably would ask. Uh, I probably would have asked Dennis Smith. He probably would have been my first choice, and then I'd ask Steve Atwater. Okay. If I didn't have a brother, okay. If I didn't have a brother in the league, I'd, I'd ask one of those guys. Um, Miles Connor said, "Big fan of the pod, fellas. Celebrating my son's fifth month on Earth today. What's your guy's favorite shoe to hoop and work out in? Um, keep up the amazing work, bro. I ain't hooping. I 
Uber shoes for me, they for walking around. <laughs> now to work out in, I'm a Metcon guy. Cause I need something with a flat, uh, with a flat, a really flat surface. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, I still squat, I do leg press, I do Bulgarian split squats, I still do stuff like that. So I need something with a flat sole. So the Metcon, that's my workout shoe. Go get what you hooping in the, uh, the Gill ones. You know it, <laughs> you, you know it, uh, but not the ones that just came out. My original ones that was made for my feet. Right. Okay. They, 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 the, the new one, you know, technology has improved. Okay. You know that, right? Huh? You know, technology has improved, right? No, 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 not in a good way, y'all. Because they done put some some boost on it. That boost got the extra, and it's a little bit heavier than it was before. But I love right. running shoes. I love light. I love light. So if I'm not if I'm not in running shoes, I'm in sandals. So I'll go to the gym in some sandals, on. Man, your feet gonna be so flat, man. I'm in there some, hey, I'm the only one in there with some sandals on. (laughs) And then when I'm doing like stuff that's not like, like, like elliptical or something, I'll take my shoes off and just be in my socks in there. My feet need to breathe. Okay. Keith asks, Jerry Jones says he doesn't think the franchise has a culture issue or a sense of entitlement issue. Gil. Do the Cowboys have a winning culture? How the hell am I supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they must have, listen, I know all black people look alike. I, this is not, I'm not Ocho, okay? <laughs> I, am not, I am not Ocho. I don't know what Cowboys is over there doing, okay? I'm just deciding to be a Rams fan. So ask me about <laughs> seven, eight months what the Rams is doing, okay? I don't know what Jerry Jones over there doing. Yeah, I do think they have an issue. Um, there are some things that were said. Uh, I, I think Jerry needs to... Un- I mean, look, no one wants to... If if somebody came in from the outside, came to you in our house, and they said, well, Shannon, this is what's going on in your house, and this is where I see the problem. Mm-hmm. Or someone came to your house from an outside and said, okay, Gil, this is where I see the problem. We're going to feel pushback. What you mean? I run a tight ship here. Mm-hmm. Everything is impeccable. Everything's put back in place. The kids are respectful, blah, blah. But no, that's not what I mean. So I'm not surprised Jerry said this because what's he supposed to say? You're right. Mm-hmm. Because then that makes him look bad. Yeah. So I, I, Jerry didn't say anything that I didn't expect him to say or any. I mean, that's just like when somebody tell your child bad. Yeah. Man, my child ain't bad. Them teachers don't know how to talk to my kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your kid bad as hell. But is, is, is it one of those things where he doesn't want to seem like he's doing a bad job as an owner, so he doesn't want to fix anything? Like, what, what, what does he need to improve on? Because, I mean, it, it is the Cowboys. You Get out of the way. But see, that's the thing, though, Gil. Because what's the, what's the incentive for him to win if he has the most valuable franchise, he makes the most money, and he hadn't won a Super Bowl in 30 years? So what's his incentive? Yeah. Pride. He's already the most recognizable owner in the NFL. He's the face of his team. No other owner is the face of their team. Jerry Jones is the face of his team. He wants that. That's why he stays front and center. So, okay, so is, okay, now, since we know that about Jerry Jones, how does the legacy of the players that play on that team that means their legacy can't be complete because if the owner 
doesn't want to win, right? He has no ambition to win. And you're, let's say, was the Dax, right? Yeah. His legacy is going down because of not his performance, because of the owner doesn't want to win. He has nothing to prove, right? So, and that's how we feel in the NBA too. There's some owners that their franchise is just worth so much that they don't have anything to prove as owners. And there's players right. on there who's being judged for what they're doing. So if I'm handicapped by this guy's ego, why no one ever takes that in consideration? Well, I think the thing is, is that you look at some of the guys, let's just take, let's take Micah. I think Micah is going to be so great through the course of his career you're going to have no choice but to put him in the hall. You look at what CD's been able to do, and he's gotten better and better because, like, you look at the guys that they drafted. Like, Larry Allen was so great. He won a Super Bowl early in his career, but he was so great. You can make a case Larry Allen is the greatest offensive lineman because he could play all the positions on the offensive line, and he was an all-pro in those positions. You look at DeMarcus Ware, had a great career, but he won this championship in Denver. And so... And so that's gonna that's gonna be a very interesting. I don't think they factor the voters. I don't think they factor that in. They just look at the play on the field. They look at uh, uh, and they expect you to be able to overcome. You know, <laughs> poor. Uh, uh, and I don't think Jerry is a poor owner. I just think the thing is that he gets in the way because he wants to credit and he does a lot of co- uh, talking and he doesn't empower his coach. He emasculates his coach. Okay, because Jerry's gonna want to talk to the team. I've never the only the only time I heard Mr. Modell talk is that I think with the AFC Championship game, he talked, and then we won the Super Bowl. And he told us how proud he was okay. of us. He said, I'm proud. He said, you did me proud of that. He said, I'll never forget it. He said, I'll never forget with this moment. I'll never forget what you guys did for me. And it's a shame that they haven't put him in the Hall of Fame. The way they did him is wrong. He took the team, and he moved, went to Baltimore. The NFL made him leave the colors and the records in Cleveland. So if they put a team back, the record, they never did that with anybody else. They're saying, Al Davis moved up and down the coast. And here they are. Took everything with them. The Rams moved. Took everything with them. The Texans, the, tit- the uh, Titans, they, the Oilers, they moved. They didn't make Bud Adams leave anything. They didn't make Al Davis leave anything. They didn't make Georgia Frontier. They didn't make uh, 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 Stan Kroenke. But they did that to him. And they wronged. They wrong for doing it. Jim Ursay left like a thief in the night. Packed up the Mayflower moving band. Didn't tell the NFL Jack. And they took the Baltimore Colts and took the records right there with them and the colors. But Art Modell had to, had to come up with a new name. Had to start from scratch. Wow. They did him wrong. And now the, the voters need to do him right and put him in the hall. Oh, that's facts. That's facts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eleni Ray says, Shannon, just for the record, I was actually busy Thursday night, not sleeping. My actual question is, who's going to be in the Final Four in March Madness bracket? Who's going to be in my Final Four March Madness bracket? I tell you who not, Molly. Uh, UConn, <laughs> anybody but UConn. I don't know. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to pick it up because I know we're gonna have to do a bracket. Uh, I've been so busy doing other things that I really haven't played. But you know what I do? I watch once they get to uh, uh, the tournament time. I look at the tournament, watch the tournament, make an educated guess. There's a reason why nobody's ever picked a perfect bracket, and nobody's ever gonna pick a perfect bracket. It ain't gonna happen. But <laughs> Um, I got Louisville for the girls, and then obviously Arizona for the men. Man, y'all might not even make it out of the ACC. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea Jordan asked, "Do does NBA uh, owners teams front player salary in advance like NFL? So can you go? Can, can an NBA player go take out an advance on next year's salary? No, no, during the summer." Okay, so uh, since I am, I can say I know in the NBA, and I don't know if Jalen Brown has an agent, but I had the largest deal done by the player himself. I did my own contract, right? Right. I watched, I read everybody else's contract and then took out things I like from everything, uh, everyone's. Um, Kobe and Tim Duncan had something that no other player had. And Kobe got all of his money. September. So he got all of his money September. Um, Tim Duncan got some money in August. So the season starts in November, October. Tim Duncan got some of his money in August. 
and then uh, right before, and then when the season starts. So October 1st, training camp. Training camp, I got 85% of my money during training camp. And then the other 15%, the rest. Throughout the season. Yeah. Okay. Those are the only two. I've never, oh, I, uh, no, I had Bobby Sura. Uh, Bobby Sura in his contract had, he got all of his money, first check. Um, so he was making $5 million. So he got one check for $5 million, November 14th. So what happens after that is do you get fined or anything? You have to write the team back a check. Okay. Faye said, hey, Shannon McGill, you have um, a great collection of kicks. What's your favorite shoe? Pl- Who is your favorite shoe plug? Can you share with us? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I, you know. That's why I buy shoe plug. Hey, 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 man. Hey, Shannon. I know you. I saw you had some golden eggs. Can you show me where that goose at that's laying them? No. I'm 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 with Adidas, so that that's it. My shoe plug is Adidas.com. That's it. I I, I built up I uh I built up some over the course of last 10, 15 years, I built up some great, some great friendships. I know now that when Cali come out with a shoe. Uh, uh, I just thought about it. You stingy as hell, huh? What happened? <laughs> you you got to give up. Just a little plug. The small plug. The one you started with back... back. I ain't got that plug. Oh, well, okay. Uh, Be doing that to these people. She's asking. Well, uh, me and uh, Julie uh, Hogue, we have a great relationship. And she's a, a general manager partner at Wish for Kicks in Atlanta. So a lot of my plug, a lot of my stuff come from her. Um, and then, then concept. But y'all can't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> Had to hit her with it, but you still can't get none. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ash, but it's too late. I'm going to say, bro, so I get, I get a plug. So people are like, hey, man, can you hook me up? So let me get this right. You want me to forgo my size 13 and get you a size 8 or get you a size T. Mm. So you want me to give up. I got an opportunity to get the uh, 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 the chunky dunks. What well, the hardest shoe out. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, I don't want that. Th- hey, Mr. Sharp, we have your 13. Nah, you know, hey, I got a homeboy. I'm going to get him that lever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, unfortunately, unfortunately not. Uh, listen, uh, uh, for the women, won't you just call Larson Pippen, right? Call Larson Pippen. Yeah, yeah. Call Larson Pippen, right? Uh, and, you know, she she got Michael Jordan's son who got him a shoe store. There you go right there. Yeah, I need, hey, I need to get on the, uh, the trophy room uh, uh, plug list. Uh, question of the day. Could Jokic be in the GOAT conversation if he wins two more titles and two more MVPs? Hell yeah. Man, you know, boy, four MVPs, hell yeah, put you in the GOAT conversation. Do you know now you're talking about LeBron, Russell, Will, Jordan, that, and Kareem? Hmm. Those are five guys. Yeah. They got four more MVPs. And then you're talking about three and three and, and three more titles? And he's gonna be the finals MVP at all of them. Facts, facts. So you t- and, and Gil, he's twenty nine. He ain't thirty for Gil. He's twenty nine. Yeah, but the, yeah, no, 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 no. 
<laughs> his 29 is a little different, huh? His, <laughs> he ain't athletic, huh? So he can come back. He, that's my point. He can play another 10 years Ooh. because his game, Gil, he, no, the question is, does he want to play? Does he have a burning desire? But because his, and his game is not predicated on athleticism, he can play longer because, he, like Tom Brady. Now, just imagine if Tom Brady was reliant on legs or Peyton Manning was reliant on legs. Mm -hmm. That's why they were able to play. Now, now, now Tom played 23 years. It would have been very interesting had Peyton Manning not suffered that, that nerve injury, how long he could have actually played. But when you're not reliant on athleticism, that's what makes LeBron. But LeBron can think the game through. He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know what? I'm just gonna post. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, you know. And he had, once he added that three ball, the man's shooting 40 plus percent from the three. I know, but did you see Dirt those last five years? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looked like he looked like the Ten Men on uh, Wizard of Oz. He just walking down the yeah. Like, he, but here's the thing: just think about if he was athletic, how he would look the last ten years, not the last five. No, no, but no. What I'm saying, when you're athletic, on like let's say like LeBron, right? We can see he's still faster, can jump higher than. 80% of the NBA, which lets you know how fast and how high, yes, when he was younger. Before, so yes, he, yes, absolutely. slowing down, his slowdown is still better than everybody else. Well, Jokic, you had the bottom of athleticism and the bottom of speed. When you slow down, you walking. Yes. Those picking rolls, like, I, I think... Now that you're going to be picking pops. Yeah, I think what happens is when they start, like, targeting him on pick and rolls for real, and he just can't move the way he, he used to move in, he's going to be a real liability defensively, and I think he's just going to call it quits. I think yeah, he's I think, around 34, 35. Yeah, he's going to call it quits anyway because I, I don't know. Well, he's made it clear. Like, it's not like basketball is like the end-all, be-all. Yeah. Like, he's going to die without it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, this money, the, the money they get now, <laughs> the money they get now, you know, they 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 making three, four hundred million before they 30. Yeah, uh, uh, they say Luca next contract might be 80 million a year, five years for 400. Oh. Luca 25. So if he get a five year for 400, what's he going to get at 30, Gil? It's going to be about five years, 500, five years, 550. Five, five, yeah, five, six, yeah. Damn. Uh, Aaron Owens asks, how dominant could Milwaukee have been if Dr. J would have played with Big O and Kareem? A great what if. But back then, you do realize, like, the, a lot of the draft, like, they went to ABA, a lot of the draft was regional. Mm -hmm. So whatever area you was in, you know, I, I think uh, Kareem went to Milwaukee because they lost the coin flip. Yeah. I think they was in a coin flip with the Knicks. Mm -hmm. One team could, on the phone, one team calls head, the other team calls tails. Hey, in the office, they flip it. Oh, hands. Okay, Milwaukee, you got <laughs> They flipped it in the office. Ah, oh, yeah. I got to fly. Uh-uh, Gil. No, we're going to flip that coin in front of me. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Imagine how rigged all that shit was back then. <laughs> Man. And so when Doc when Doc came out, Doc came out, what, 71? Doc first used with, with the Virginia Squires. Mm-hmm. And you know he, uh, you know he like sometimes you check jump funny the money, you know, 
the ball wasn't the only thing that was bouncing. He said, my money was bouncing. <laughs> the checks was bouncing. So they ended up, you know, selling this right to the Nets. The Nets it had some little financial issues. They ended up selling. But, but it was different. The NBA was very different. Yeah. Because back then, a team could draft the player. The player stayed in college, and they still had his rights when he came out. Yeah, that's what happened to Bird. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, so I, I, don't, I don't think it would have been possible. Question of the day. What's your what's your guys' dreams finals matchup this year, Gil? Dreams finals, I think for ultimate ratings, it would be Boston versus Lakers, so they can break this tie. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's gonna happen though. I mean, it could. We we listen. Boston got a ninety percent chance. Yes. Lakers, they got a ninety percent chance if. If Denver's gone, they get they knock they knock if somebody knocked the Nuggets out of the yeah, way. As long as Nuggets in there, should we got a ten percent? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Keith Oliver says, Shannon, the Freak Nick documentary is coming out later this month. Will you be making a cameo? No. Freak said, Freak. Uh, yeah, the documentary. Hey, listen, listen. I, 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 I <laughs> y'all know, Unc. Listen, y'all know, Unc might be in the back video somehow. Look at Look over there. Hey, hey, hey he might not there. He don't need to do a cameo. He don't need to do a cameo in the documentary because he probably in some of the footage. There Look here. he is. You see right this right here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This right here. I promise you this right here. Uh, I, now, y'all. <laughs> this right here, <laughs> this got footage not only from Freak Nick, 92, 90, 92 to 96. This got a uh, uh, black college beat. This got a uh, Savannah State Orange Crush. This got uh, what else we did? Oh, black college beach week uh, Daytona. Mm-hmm. All that I, right here. I told. Then I this. I told. Oh I baby. Gonna, oh baby. Gonna be yes. Oh Shay Sharp. Oh Shay Sharp. <laughs> hey, your boy was Spike Lee. Your boy was Spike Lee in back then. <laughs> y'all better stop. Uh, this right here, never, uh, ever. And y'all breaking the house, you'll never find it. Because I brought it out because I had a feeling somebody will ask about it. But this goes right back to the boat. Right back to the bank boat. This right here. As a matter of fact, if I ever get sick for more than a, in more than a week, I'm going to smash the hell out of it. Y'all ain't going to never get the footage off this right here. <laughs> this right here. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, everybody gonna be watching just to look for her. Hey, they will be looking for her. Uh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! But I had a feeling somebody will ask something about Freak Nick. Yeah. No, but your favorite uncle was smack dab in the middle, ninety two to ninety six. <laughs> I was in it. Hell, that's why I moved to Atlanta. Me and my brother came for the first time in ninety two. He said, "Bro, this ain't for me." I said, "This for me. <laughs> I'm gonna be back." <laughs> it ain't for you. It's for me. As a matter of fact, uh, 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 Prime had a club. Uh, what was that club? I think it one like one twelve was popping. Uh, 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 diamonds and pearls. Everything was off Chester Bridge. Whoo, lit! Your boy was smack dab in the middle. Of, when I say smack dab, oh no! I hope, I hope they catch you. I hope they catch you. They catch film. Gil, I hope they I've catch shared you. a lot of stories, and, and I've told some stories, a lot of stories. But that freak Nick stuff. Oh, they asked me to be a part of it. I said, no, sir. I'm going to my grade with this here. Nah, they got you, y'all. You better watch. Hey, hey, Gil. Huh. And when I go before the man, if I, when I go before the man upstairs, 
He said, well, Mr. Hey, he said, well, Shannon, can you tell me about Freak Nick? I said, what you remember about Freak Nick? He says, I, I don't remember anything. I said, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> you raised my memory. It's gone. This is gone right there. Oh, your boy. Ooh. Your boy was out. Out, out. All the way. Dang. Yeah, Gil. And I, oh, they yeah. Go ahead and have another one. They need to go ahead. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. We shut it down. Look. 85, you gonna see 85 people. I mean, 85 is, is, is runs through the city. Six lanes. Bro, cars bumper to bumper. Now people just out their doors, they twerking, people just dancing in the middle of the in the middle of the interstate. It'll be like the inter, the four or five Ooh. gridlock and people twerking. And people got their cars and they dancing, music playing. Ain't nobody moving nowhere. Who started that? They started it. First of all, it started as a literal picnic for the AU Center. Morehouse, Morris Brown, Clark, Spellman. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You know how we do, Gil. You know, you know how we do. Now, what happened if we throw a party or two in What happens if you throw a party? Hmm. And Moore Brown, Morris Brown, Morris Brown, Morehouse, Clark, Spellman. Yeah, I think it's four or five schools. Let me go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. There ain't no more. No more. No more. Uh-uh. Y'all ain't been get me in trouble. I've been good. I've been good to me. Got bad of that one. Got bad of that one. Woo! Boy, over the days. Lord, have mercy. If I had a thousand tons, Lord, I couldn't thank you enough for where you brought me from. And I ain't, I ain't just talking about Glenville. <laughs> Please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the like button. We're at 1,900,000. No, 1,119,000. Please make sure you subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. You can get it through the Club Shay Shay, but we would greatly appreciate if you subscribe through the Not- Nightcap podcast feed. Thank you guys for help selling out Shea by Laportier. We're starting to get it back in. What they're telling me, if you were to order it now, seven to 10 days, you'll have it. Do us another favor. Make sure you subscribe to Gills Arena YouTube channel. He has a show that airs every Monday through Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. Gills Arena, his YouTube channel, shows airs Monday through Thursday, live, 11.30 a.m. Pacific. And also, go follow Gil, his personal YouTube page, No Chill Gil. We got to get those subs up. Guys, thank you for joining us. Let's thank you, Gil, for filling in for Ocho. I know it was last minute. You probably had something to do, so we greatly appreciate you keeping the ball rolling for us here on Nightcap uh, on a Sunday night. So thank you very much. I'm your favorite unk, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite zero, Agent Zero, that is, Arizona Wildcat legend, Mr. Hibachi Man himself, Gil Arenas. See my shirt, East Orange. Hey, hey, I thought, that was, I thought there was a Clippers. I was going to be like, oh, man. Nah, there ain't no Clippers. See that? <laughs> they said... The guy that gave it to me said, I think he said they're either predominantly black or all black fire department. So shout out to all the first responders. You do an unbelievable job. Thank you guys, all the uh, fire department first responders throughout the country. Thank you for the great job that you do. Anybody that's doing something that a lot of other people couldn't do or don't want to do. So I want to thank you for Nightcap. I want to thank you from the bottom of our heart for the great job that you've done. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow night. Peace.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 